Hello and welcome to the Teen Christian View podcast. I'm your host, Noah Nichols, and alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Kessler Burlingame. How are you doing today, Kessler? Uh, doing pretty good, but really tired, but that's okay. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good as well. We apologize for um, getting the episode out a little bit late. Kessler was over. We were doing a bunch of stuff. We were just really busy, and honestly, we just completely forgot Sunday night that we had to record. Um wanted to let you guys know that we've reached over 2,000 people. Before we get to the topic for this week, we'd like to ask you to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at TCV underscore podcast. You guys can also join our Discord, the link for which will be below in the description. We would like to thank those who have supported us. And if any of you, any of you would like to, you can support us as well using the link in the description. Today's show is going to be a little different. We are trying out something new and we're going to see how it goes. We are, of course, going over a main topic, which you guys would know by now because you read the title for this episode, which is racism. So right now, uh, if you haven't been living under a rock for the past few months, you would know that the Black Lives Matter me- movement has been going through our country uh, and spreading like wildfire, like fire in some cases, literally. Um, <laughs> so as Christians, uh, we should know how to handle this situation, how to prepare ourselves for it. So that's what we're going to try and talk about today. So, no, what do you think of racism? <laughs> that is a pretty big question. Um, I think, especially concerning today, I think it's not as relevant as many people and especially the media makes it out to be. Um, I do think that it does happen. I do think it's a, it is a sin problem. Um, I think many people think that it's a skin color problem and think that mostly white people are racist towards other ethnicities. I think that's incorrect. I think all ethnicities are racist or have racists within them. Um, but I don't think all black people, all white people, all Mexican people are racist. Um, I think that it's a sin problem. It's not a skin problem. Um, I think that there's no people want to find the origin for racism and think that they can solve it um, unless you can rid sin from the world. I don't think that it's really possible. Um, I do think becoming Christian and trying to get rid of that sin would definitely help. Um, but again, I like I just stated, I think racism is a sin problem, not a skin problem. And I think it um, doesn't reside in a particular ethnicity. I don't think mostly whites are the racist. Like most, uh, what I'm trying to say is like, I don't think, most racists are white people. I think there are racist white people. There also are racist black people and whatever other ethnicities you want to make up or not make up, but uh, whatever other ethnicities there are. I don't want to go through all of them. Um, Kester, what about you? Like, what do you think about racism? Um, you know, the same question you asked me. So I really agree with pretty much everything you said. Um, there's no one race that like can't be racist or one that's only racist um everyone can be a racist and it's sad it is definitely a sin problem like what you said um and it's it it is a problem and uh i really like the uh, one thing morgan freeman said and this was forever ago but it's relevant now more than ever like if people would stop just seeing race like talking about racism it wouldn't be as big of a problem anymore but I do I do like what you said about it. It is definitely a sin problem. And uh, that's, it's just, it can tear our country apart like it really is right now. 
So, Noah, how do you feel about what is currently happening in our country right now with everything that's been going on the past few months? Um, I think a lot of it is, well, one, really unfortunate. I think, two, a lot of people are using racism as an excuse. Um, and a lot of people are committing acts of violence and they don't really care about, they're not really necessarily standing up for the BLM movement. Um, which we are going to do a separate episode later, just so you guys know. We're going to do a separate episode covering more specifically into the BLM movement itself and what that um, actual program slash company is. Um, but anyway, I think a lot of it is media fuel, media fueled. I think um, a lot of times the media is trying to portray things as peaceful protests when that is not at all what's happening. And I think people are using um, where chanting black lives matter as an excuse to just rob and loot stores and set things on fire and just create chaos. Um, and I do really like what you said, Kessler, about what Morgan Freeman said, which if you guys um, haven't seen the interview, it's a really, or the question in the interview, Morgan Freeman was saying how he doesn't want a black month, um, a black history month, because there's no white history month. There's no Mexican history month. It's just history. And that, that's what he thinks about it. If he said, if you want racism to go away, stop talking about it. And I feel kind of the same way. I think if we, if racism is such, if we want racism to go away, we should stop making it such a problem. We should stop saying a black man killed a, a white person, a white man killed another person, a man killed a man, another man killed a man. It doesn't matter the skin color. Um, I do think the media, most main media outlets, um, try and incite violence, uh, not incite violence, they try um, incite division by pointing out a white man killed a black man when they could just say another man was killed by somebody else or, or another man was hurt by somebody else or whatever. It doesn't matter the skin color. Um, the more we point out the skin color, the more relevant race is going to be. And um, I mean, Kessler, same question for you. Like, what do you what do you think about it? What do you feel about it? Um, what have you thought throughout those whole thing that's been going on? Basically, since the pandemic started, it feels like. Yeah, like I think what 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 happened to George Floyd was back in like June. Correct. I think I'm correct with that on that one. And that's I what really know. I'm pretty sure it's June. But that's when this all started. And. You know, at first I was like, oh, what happened to George Floyd is terrible. But now looking back at the body cam and obituary, he actually didn't die from the cop. But I won't get way into that. But the reaction from the entire country, I think, is absolutely ridiculous. What is happening right now? The rioting, the looting. It, I f feel like some people just don't even care about the movement at all. Like what you said, they're using it as an excuse to get away with the stuff. And they know what they're doing is wrong. They'll do something like, I don't know, smash a window and they're wearing masks and they instantly run away. And people are like, oh, they're wearing masks to pr protect themselves from the virus. No, they're wearing masks to hide their identity so they can run away and not get in trouble for it. But I just think what's happening in our country is tearing it apart. And um, people only want to see skin color. They You can't – in this world, for some reason, you can't see people – just for who they are as a person it's um they've made it impossible because racism has to be a part of any everything it always has to be like race on race like what you said if someone kills another man it has to be race on race like if a white man killed a black person it's a huge deal 
but if like what happened to that kid not um like la- not too long ago the black guy that killed the five-year-old white uh white boy that sounds so weird to say white boy but <laughs> but it, it really is sad and no one wants to talk about it because it's a black person doing something wrong and they're and right now with the black lives matter movement you just don't want to have that but i just think what's happening right now is crazy and it's just out of this world yeah i agree um kessler and i think in the same vein of thinking why kessler what do you think about the media's narrative and why do you think it's that narrative of always pushing um a white man i mean a black person that's killed by a white man like it started with george floyd it it was a big deal because it was a a black guy was supposedly killed by a white person um and it was a cop and so it's such a big deal and that's all that ever gets really talked about in the media it doesn't really matter like like you just said about um the little kid and the only reason i bring race and race into this is because um to show the discrepancy like the um not discrepancy kessler help me out with the word here it's um hypocrisy that's what i'm looking yeah. for yeah yeah um, that the media, most media is doing because it was a white person killed by a black person that most media won't talk about it. I don't really care about the race. It was a five-year-old boy was executed in front of his sisters. That's horrible. I don't really care about the race. The media does, and the media won't talk about it because it was a white person killed by a black person doesn't fill their narrative. And Kessler, I want to ask you, like, why do you think they won't talk about it? Why do you think that doesn't fit their narrative? Like, what do you even think their narrative is? So, in my opinion, the narrative right now for most news outlets is white people, all white people are racist. Um, we we hate black people, which is not true. Black people are lit. I know personally a few of them, I have a few black friends are awesome people. Uh, <laughs> they want to say we're all terrible and we want to kill black people. And uh, they're also saying all cops are bad. Um, they're saying if you're what, uh, any, any. And it's also gotten really political in this same sense too. Like if you're if you're a black man and you say you're a conservative, everyone's like, "Oh, you're whitewashed. You betrayed your people. You're racist. We don't claim him." Just stuff like that. And it's ab- absolutely ridiculous. Politics should have nothing to do with this race war, but um, just the media's narrative of just tr- constantly trying to push that white people are the evil suppressors and that black people are innocent, even though they have been doing terrible things in this entire. Um, this entire quote-unquote protest like more people have died in this protest than um, for example um, I'm pretty sure more people have died in Black Lives Matter protests than the KKK has killed in 50 years and people are still freaking out about them but it just goes to show um, that the media just wants to glorify this and show that oh it's great it's wonderful and they're um, it's uh, it's a good movement when it's really not and they're just trying to uh, twist it and show it what is, and um, anything that has to do with race, they'll try and uh, glorify it, I guess. Especially right now in politics, like for example, uh, what's her name that uh, Joe, Joe Biden, Vice President uh, Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris, yeah, yeah. Um, she is Indian. She is um, she's Indian. Um, I remember seeing yeah. an article when she first became a senator, but now that's like. Because she is uh, a slightly darker skin tone, everyone's like, "Oh, it's the first black vice president," just to fit their narrative of how black people need to be represented. I guess that. So, I don't know. It's crazy. So, how how do you feel about what do you think the media's narrative right now is? No. 
Um, I agree a lot with what you're saying. I, I think the media's narrative is, again, I, I think what they're trying to do, and I don't really understand why, um, well, I think it's two different things. I think what they're doing is causing a lot of division, and they're purposefully not showing facts. Um, they're trying to use – what I think they're trying to do is trying to get the black people to not think for themselves, not the black people as of the group, but they're trying to get a lot of black people to not think for themselves – and then they're trying to get that vote voting group so that they can try and get Joe Biden into office. They don't really care about black people. There's a lot of black conservatives who have come out and said Black Lives Matter does not care about they black lives. They only care about, care about the black vote. Like if you notice, Black Lives yeah. Matter only becomes apparent every four years, election year. Yeah, exactly. They don't really care about the actual people that they supposedly represent. Um, they really don't care about whoever gets injured or hurt or killed or buildings that lost, um, anything like that during the riots. There have been many white and black-owned businesses and things like that who have just been burned down and destroyed during these riots that are supposedly peaceful. I think the media is just trying to push an image of peaceful protest. They're, what they're trying to do is stir up a group of people, and they're selecting the black group. Um, by telling them that they're oppressed, that they need to um, bring down their white oppressors and things like that and trying to stir up old wounds and things like that, which are, one, not really any relevant anymore. And um, they, again, like, like you and I just said, they, they really just want the vote. They don't really care about the people group themselves. Um, I guarantee they you – care less this, about the people. Yeah, once the election happens, it'll it'll go away. They they just won't care anymore. There's no reason to talk about it because their narrative has been either fulfilled, but hopefully not. Um, hopefully Joe Biden does not get elected. And I I just I I think we agree on the same thing. I think it's just a narrative to get votes. It's not really about the people themselves. Um, and Kessler, like, uh, with the I'm not necessarily saying the narrative. But also could be the narrative, um, but racism kind of in general. Is there anything that you think we as teens can do to stop it? Like, can can it can it even be stopped in and of itself? And um, no, I don't think posting black screens on Instagram. I was does about to make that joke and you took it from me. I was going to say we got to stop posting black squares. No, the black squares <laughs> thing that is completely irrelevant. Well, I'm not even going to try and talk about that. So I'm going to start with can it be stopped? Uh, I think it will be stopped on Election Day for sure. Um, I think after the election, if Biden – well, when Biden loses, I am 100 percent confident uh, Trump is winning. Sorry to anyone that thinks otherwise. Um, I think after the election, there's no point in talking about it anymore because there's no point because the Democrat has Democrats have lost and they didn't get the, enough – they didn't get the black vote what, like they wanted to. But um, what teens can do to stop it? What I would say is just sharing the gospel and um, being just loving everybody. Like as Christians, we're all we should know that we're all God's people, regardless of race, color, religion, no, whatever. And that just on, uh, for example, on social media, if you wanted to, you can just um, spread God's word and um, spread what you think about this movement and um yeah i don't really know what else to say for that really uh, how do you feel Noah? what do you think teens can do to stop it well yeah and it's totally fine to not you know have an answer i, I don't think i necessarily have a big answer myself 
um, because I think it is a little. I think it's pretty hard as a teenager to necessarily do a whole lot. But I think probably the best things that we can do is educate ourselves and equip ourselves to eventually maybe debate or things like that. So we need to look at like we're going to do in later episode into what the BLM movement really is. What does it actually stand for? What are the leaders of that standing for? Um, and so what we is the organization to, itself standing for? Like, yeah, organization. we need to. Yes, we need to educate ourselves um, and not just believe blindly things that we are told by either side, in my opinion. I don't think that just because a conservative said it doesn't mean that that's the truth, that's the law, and that's exactly how things really are. Absolutely. I think you should um, look at both sides. I do think that the left tends to be wrong more than the right, but that doesn't mean that the right is perfect by any means. Um, we need to have a Christian-centered view on things, and then I think – you can talk about it and you can share it with your friends or whatever, but I think mostly through your actions and again, equipping yourself through your actions and how you um, treat other people, I think is the best thing that we can do so far as teenagers. When you're older, things can change. Um, but I think as teenagers, the best things, like I've said repeatedly over again, because there's not a lot we can do. I think the best things that we can do are equip ourselves um, with knowledge Go to other people for help trying to understand maybe what the Republicans and the Democrats stand on these certain things, what the BLM organization really stands for, things like that. Because um, there's not a lot we can do as teenagers, but I think that's the best things that we can do as teenagers to try and, I guess, kind of stop racism. I don't think it can actually be stopped because I think it's a sin problem. Because I kind of have a question for you that's in kind of the similar vein. Because um, we're talking about like what we can do as teenagers to stop racism if it can be stopped um are, are, like do you think and i doubt you do but are the riots the way to go about stopping racism um like what do you think on that the riots specifically that are going on right now no absolutely not not in a million years do i think riots are the best way to stop racism answering violence with violence is not right well because everyone saw George Floyd and saw that as a violent racist act, which I'm not going to go into that at all. And then instantly started writing basically right after it happened. Um, and not trying, tr not even attempting to take the peaceful route like uh, Martin Luther King Jr. did. And I think his movement back in, oh, when was it? Was it the 70s? Um, I, th I want to say. I, I want to say 70s. If I'm wrong, someone correct me. It's fine. I will not be mad at you for correcting me. Um, but his, his he did so much with his uh, marches and protests, the civil rights movement. It was it was great, and I w really wish that's how this went because um, it would have. I think it would have had more positivity and more people um, respecting the movement and um, trying to help it in any way they can. Um, I think it would have been way more positive and none of this would have ever really happened. Not as many people would have died for sure. There's been a ton of people that have died through this, which is tragic. But um, the long short of it, riots were not the way to go, in my opinion. So how do you, how do you feel? I've, I feel like you'll answer similar to me. How do you feel? Yeah, I, I mean, I agree. Um, and by the way, Martin Luther King, uh, that was during the 60s. Um, oh, shoot. <laughs> yeah, well, you were close. <laughs> it's been a while since I've done U.S. history, which is why I'm taking it this year, so I'll learn about it again. 
Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, I agree 100% with you. I think that the riots, if anything, all they do is make me not want to stand with people who are trying to maybe actually pro, um, protest or peacefully protest or say there are some things that may be uh, racial. There may be inequalities racially in the country, um, which for the most part I com- disagree with. But I think that if what you're going to do is go out and smash and burn buildings and kill people, um, hurt people, I think that all that's going to do is make me not want to support your organization, support your movement, or have anything to do with you because all you're doing is causing violence and chaos. And um, and then trying to lie and label yourself as a peaceful protest, that's just that's just trying to cover up what you're doing. And I, I, I think that all that's going to do is um, create more of a problem. So, yeah, I completely agree. I, I think these riots – do nothing. I don't have anything against people who want to go out and um, have an actual peaceful protest and actually stand for what they believe or think in. Um, that's a constitutional right. I think that's totally fine. But I think when you start hurting people, when you start um, just being really rude in general, I think when you start burning down buildings and things like that, that that's crossing the line. That's when the problems um, start. Yeah. And, um, in fact, what, and I, I'm going to share a little tidbit, whatever. Um, but the protests when there are, they are actually hurting the black community. Um, not just the black community, but they're hurting the black community because they are burning down their own homes, their own businesses, the, the things that they're, um, like when the riots in Minneapolis, that's going to cause all the businesses to move move away and so then all the people there and all the black people there are going to be affected because there's no longer to be going to be money there's no longer to be good schools so now there's not going to be as good education there's not going to be as good businesses it's going to become a big ghetto um, a lot of gang violence because there's not going to be any money there it's not going to be seen as safe nobody's going to want to live there nobody's going to want to invest so and, and, if, and it's not going to get repaired anytime soon like their governor yeah let that happen and asked for money after he let it happen and trump said of course said no because it was his decision to let it happen but that, yeah. that's my I, opinion on that part yeah i and i think um like there's been stuff in baltimore and stuff like that there are places i don't i don't want to visit like, portland i, I don't want to go there destroyed. now i don't know how much you've heard about portland but yeah yeah and seattle like I, I don't want to go anywhere near that. Like, why would I want to go there? You've made me not want to come. Your businesses aren't going to want to go there. So now you're hurting your economy, which is going to hurt you more. Um. So, that was a long little tangent for a short question. <laughs> um. But Kessler, ultimately, what do you think the issue is, and is it possible to be solved? Well, I guarantee you're going to have the exact same answer as me, but it's definitely a sin problem. And uh, our, uh, well, I guess now former youth leader, which is some crap. I don't even want to talk about it. Uh, he, he said this last time, last week, we talked about uh, the Black Lives Matter movement and how this is ultimately a sin problem. And uh, really, the only way to stop it is um, we just need to keep uh, uh, bringing people to Christ. and uh, And hopefully through that, people will... Uh, love each other just start loving each other if if the, just if you imagine that if this entire world were christians how great it could be because we all are people under god 
and we we shouldn't see race we should just see brothers and sisters in christ but that's really the only way to solve the issue is um continuing to spread the word and hopefully um it can help end this so how do, how do you feel about that like what do you think the issue is um i mean i agree I, like you said i i have the same same i agree this ugh, i'm sorry I, I think the same thing as you. It's a sin, it's a sin problem, not a skin problem. It doesn't matter if you're white, you're black, That's you're a Mexican, good way of whatever. Saying it. Sin problem, not a skin problem. That I like that. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so th that's just how I look at it. I think if you get one thing away from this episode, um, it, like we said, equipping you, you're, you need to try and equip yourself, um, prepare. That's what I think you should have is going into an, a debate. If you're ever to have a good debate slash argument with somebody, but like racism, racism in its of itself doesn't. It's it's a sin problem, not a skin problem. Um, and I think most people in this world forget that. And I think, like you said, Kessler, the more we help spread the gospel and try and bring people to Christ, the more that will be seen as the real issue, and will be focusing less on race and more on the problem of sin. And I think that will, that would definitely change a lot of things. Um, so anyway, um, we are going to move on to our two verses for today. And because I believe you have the first one. I do have the first one. We may have changed the main part, but we didn't change verses. We'll always end with some verses for y'all. So first verse is Romans ten twelve. For there is no difference between Jew and Gentile. The same Lord is Lord of all and richly blesses all who call on him. In this verse, we are told that God cares for all of us, regardless of race or religion. And we should um, keep in, try and keep in mind at all times that we are, we are all God's people. Every single person on this earth right now, whether you're white, black, Hispanic, Christian, Muslim, Jew, uh, left wing, right wing, it doesn't matter. We're all God's people and we should treat each other as such. Yeah, well said. Um, I have the next, or not the next, I have the last verse, which is 1 Samuel 6, 16, 7. I'm sure you guys have heard it before. But the Lord said to Samuel, do not consider his appearance or his height, for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. I think what we should get from this verse is how we should look at things. Um, when combating racism, this is a thing that bringing somebody to Christianity would definitely help with. Um, if the world had this outlook the it, racism would not exist because nobody would look at the outside um we need to look at the person's heart and like you said kessler um going off that verse we should keep in mind that we're all god's people and we should treat everyone as such it doesn't matter their ethnicity it doesn't matter where they came from it doesn't matter what they look like we should treat and respect every person we meet um and we should try and love them with a christian love as much as we can and that may be hard but that's something that we should try and we're called to do yeah amen uh, well said so that's all we have for you guys this week we really hope you enjoyed this new uh new form we're trying out i i really enjoyed it that we just uh we were honestly worried about how this was going to go and we're we might have scrapped this episode but i think it went well we hope you guys yeah. enjoyed it it, um, it was but, i liked it a lot yeah it was a lot of fun so we want to thank you guys for listening. We really do appreciate it. If you haven't yet, go give our other episodes a listen. There's a ton of them now. We've been doing this, I think, around six months now, which is insane, the amount of support we've gotten during this time, too. 
Uh, if you have any questions, thoughts, or ideas, DM us at TCV underscore podcast or message us in the TCV Discord. Uh, we do want to receive your questions. It's always a pleasure answering them. Uh, share us with anyone you think could benefit from this, friends, family, whoever. Uh, we are on most major podcast platforms, and we put out one episode a week. Sorry, this one's a little late. No one I, I had a crazy day yesterday, um, but it was all right. It was fun. Uh, but we'll be back next week. Hopefully, we'll continue this new format if we get um, positive support on it. And peace out.